I, I think they disapprove of you, like, using things other than your finger. Hello, dear listeners. It's time again for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother, Mason, is about to say something clever, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke. No, Williams. This is an invention podcast. It is. Get ready to invent, Luke. Yep, we are going to invent something you have never heard of before. Within the span of this podcast episode. And this one is special. It's our 100th episode. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Number 100. And we are going to invent... What are we going to invent, Luke? This week, an arcade game. Arcade game. Now, I gotta admit, did run that, uh, both arcade by itself and arcade game, did run those phrases through the old anagram generator, because you know I love anagrams. I do. But, uh... Not a whole lot. This fertile comedy. No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me. I'm sure that this one's going to be funny. We just got to spin it the right way. No, we got to innovate. Like, like, let's get our innovate our thinking caps on and hit us with a funny anagram. Go ahead. Okay, I I legitimately didn't write any of them down. So okay, but do you do you can you can we figure one out? Uh, Like like on pencil and paper right now as we're recording. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that. Hmm, let me let me let me That's just, gonna I'm looking be at great it. audio. Like let's I'm looking do that. At it. Uh Arcage Game <laughs> Dame. Arcage Dame. Cage Dame Rah A Cage Dame. A, a yeah. A cage. I mean I, it's a like lot a, of a lot of uh games feature a caged dame. Although that's not a caged dame, that's not an anagram because it would have two D's. It would be an anagram of Darkade Game, or Arcade Gamed. Tell tell you what, what? I, I'm willing to concede. You're right. Anagrams are comedy poison. Let's... Hey, not not all the time. I'm just saying in this particular case, I plugged in Arcade Game and I didn't get anything let us, good. Let us take but... the Arcade Game. Uh. Anagram. Uh-huh. Put it in a little box. Okay. Bury it. Bury it yes. uh, under the soil. And it will sprout a rich comedy tree that uh, will bear much fruit for us uh, later on. But right now, no. <laughs> I As it has done historically for us. Hey, let's make an arcade game. What do you think? Yes, okay. So, in, in lieu of anagrams mm-hmm. i would like to talk about the history of arcade okay what do okay, you what so, do you know okay so arcade the reason it's called an arcade mm-hmm. like long before the invention of the video game before pong or pac-man there was arcs you know like arches right and that would delineate like an open air market basically like a like a bazaar okay and that's your arcade. And in fact, in many places in the world, like not so much here in 
North America, where we think of arcade as here's where the Pac-Man is. No, and like in other places in the world, they'll they'll talk about the the word arcade and they will use it to mean here's this gathering place. Okay, right? so sort of almost like a market square, but it's not. It's like in, away from the market. There's like this arc spot. Yeah, and and here's what I want to get at, right? Uh, like home video game use. Everybody can play video games at home now. Hell, you can play video games on your phone. You're waiting for the bus. You can pull it out uh, out of your pocket and play a, a video game of some sort. Yes. The arcade is not about the video game experience. It's not even about the peripheral experience because like claw machines and like laser light guns. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a unique experience that you generally only get there. But no, that's not what an arcade is. An arcade, mm-hmm. I would propose is a place that, yes, there are games, and we're doing arcade games, so we're going to make a game for an arcade, but an arcade, I want to revitalize this. I want to rejuvenate this. It is a social gathering place where you go and you might see your peers there and you can play games together. Hmm, okay, that is, that's a good point. Are you going to come along with me on this this trail here? Okay, so we're going to like go aim towards something much more community-focused for once. Yeah, because like any idiot can sit at home and, like, load up Pac-Man and play it alone in the dark. That's not what I want. I want an arcade game, a game where you go to the arcade, to the bazaar, where you will meet friends and you will meet potential friends and you will bond over playing a game of some sort together, whether that game is as simple as tic-tac-toe or as complicated as the most revolutionary VR experience. I want that in my arcade game. Okay. Will you come with me on this journey? I, I, I will, but there is just one quick, one quick asterisk there. Uh, okay. That he's a little Gaulish warrior. He drinks the potion and gets strong. R- right, he does do that with yeah. his big uh, rotund friend and a small dog, I believe. Uh, yes, but uh, but no. What I'm what I was going to refer to was the fact that while that is perhaps the intent of an original arcade. Uh, the arcade experience that people might remember from the arcade boom in the, like, 90s and, uh, more accurately, the late 80s, um, through to the 90s, uh, yeah. people might meet up at the arcade, just like they might meet up at the park or, or wherever, um, and they might have a social experience, but also the, the coin-op model of them you know, wasting all their quarters on just trying to beat some some boss or some level or some game even, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be a social thing. Or you could just be hooked uh, on this compulsory game that you, you are dying to, to beat it. That might not be a social thing. That might be somebody's savant talent is beating this one game. Well, I mean, that's the business model, right? Like the person right. who runs the arcade, who furnishes the games, yeah. they're not doing it because they want to foster a sense of community. They're doing it because they want that sweet, sweet yeah. quarter. They want to extract as much money as possible. I get that. The other thing being the concept of the high score, very much a product of mm. an arcade. Uh, that's a solitary achievement. Yes, you know. yes. Now, speaking of social achievements, Luke, do you want to regale our audience with your personal experience vis-a-vis a little game called Dance Dance Revolution? Oh, all right. I mean, I will admit, uh, I am not a pro by any chance. Uh, yeah. And it seems as though, generally speaking, the scene has sort of shifted much more towards in the groove over Dance Dance Revolution, though Dance Dance Revolution was uh, had a much bigger explosion 
uh, in the more casual spaces, the movie theaters and whatnot, a lot of them still have those machines. Um, yeah long since broken you know you long since can't press the left pad don't worry i'm sure you don't need it uh but i did do all right i uh, it was a big part of my teenage years uh i entered a competition i actually won said competition and got a nice metal pad uh which i don't even remember what happened uh but uh, to this day i can still do all right and i will admit there was a social element there um Mm -hmm. that that was that was pretty good and there was a lot of culture surrounding like terminology of like if you did a bar hop or if you had like uh a particular like routine memorized so that you could do it blind and do particular like there was lots to it and it was a physical thing that people enjoyed together yeah as i recall your your routine you had a thing where you did this dance and you had like a cane and you were doing like some vaudeville dance oh yeah my cane dance Dude, Which I, never I would would've... argue is cheating because it effectively gives you another limb. It does not. It takes a lot of downward pressure from your upper body to attempt to, like, you know, roughly be equal to your full body weight on one leg. Fair enough. Uh, generally, these ha- these are very strong sensors that need, like, a good 100 pounds of pressure at least uh, to even trigger. So hang on, hang on. If I'm 99 pounds, I can't play DDR? No, you just have to put downward force on it. Like, if you are, if you, like, home, soft home pads aren't the same level. If you're on dancing on a machine and mm-hmm. you're, like, some 60-pound, like, five-year-old or something, yeah. chances are you're stomping to get it to register at all. Hmm. That's, that's all or I'm saying. Or you, you roll up with a 40-pound backpack. <laughs> I'm sure carrying nearly, uh, nearly your body weight... On your back will make you a very good dancer. Well, if you train with it every day, then That's when true. you finally take it off, you will have Saiyan strength and you can, like, punch Vegeta really hard. Okay, let's talk about some novelty arcade games, too, for a little bit. Yes. Uh, you got your, like, taiko drum with giant taiko drums. Love that. You know, you got, you got uh, that table flip game where there's, like, a table that you can flip. Yeah, there's a wide variety of games with light guns and, like, maybe yeah. you're in a fake vehicle and it's rumbling you around and you're on, like, a little track and basically they're like, oh, I'm driving through the jungle safari zone. Oh, look out. I got to shoot the dinosaur. Yep. And then there was that one sodomy game. Do you so- oh, yeah. No, the concho where you poke in the butt. They poke in the butt. I, I think they disapprove of you, like, using things other than your finger. Like, if you were to actually sodomize the... Uh, the the game machine like you you just bought that well no i it's think it's yours now there's like a fake finger you're supposed to use right like you don't yeah. use your own finger or other appendage or whatever what was that game oingo boingo or something uh similar similar okay so so if we want to go the peripheral route because that is a draw right that's the thing it's like a lot of arcade games like your street fighters and so forth you can play at home but mm-hmm. i'm not going to get uh, a, a concho, you know, VR rig up at home. So the idea of the peripheral is a draw to the arcade location. What is a thing that I might want to do with my body? Hmm. Well, uh, what is the thing that you most want to do with your body right now? Fuck. You, that's the, mo- the most, the most Well, thing? I mean, you mentioned sodomy and it put me in the mood. Well, um, 
I suppose there could be a much more adult vein. Oh, no, no, no. Of I got arcade game. What? No, no. You know those martial arts training dummies where it's like wooden pegs? Hold on. I, I, I like I I can connect these dots as well. Actually, you know what? Go ahead. You have did, the floor. Did you want to continue talking about fucking? Like you we have can the do floor. That. I'm going to. You know, you have the the speaking baton. I'm going to hand it okay. to you. Please Thank you for the baton. Please, I'm going to take this baton. <laughs> no, my and baton. I'm going to screw it into a big wooden pole. Oh, and then I'm going to show you how you hit the thing, and it's a martial arts thing. Okay, and now it's like der, but I got to do it with my upper body. Oh, wait a second. So. Were we not talking about a sex thing with this with this dummy? Is this now just martial no, arts? No, 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 no. The, the, tra- the martial arts training dummy, you do not fuck. I mean, you can, but I don't recommend it. Okay, I'm listening. Go on. Okay, so this is a thing that I have seen in, like, kung fu movies and stuff like that, where it is a wooden pole, and it's got, like, things coming out from it, and you do your katas, you do your moves, and you hit the, the wooden you know, sticks that protrude from the wooden pole and right. you just hit them and you're you're basically toughening your arm. Right. And maybe for the arcade game version, it's just like a padded pole or whatever. But it's basically, you got to do your katas, you got to hit the thing in time with the motions or maybe it lights up or whatever. And then it's basically like DDR, but for your forearms. Hmm. So I, I see what you're saying. It's like, it's like that Karate Kid scene... Where finally the wax on wax off triggers and he realizes that he's blocking with his arms the whole time. It's yeah. like that, but if it was the wooden dummy, that would be like you you successfully doing Well, but what what happens if you miss? You get clocked? No, no, it just like buzzes and turns red and your score goes down because it's a fucking arcade game. Come on. But could you get clocked? If you want to have a version where the arcade game assaults the practitioners and is like, oh, you're bad at this game that you're trying for the first time, I'm going to hit you in the head and take your quarter. Well, like, I, give me another quarter to do this again. I mean, martial arts, you get hit a little bit, you know, it's it. It could it could be that it could be it could be training plus a little bit of pain for. I mean, for, for pain learning. is just not pain leaving the body. So it it could <laughs> gradually make you stronger. And in much the same way that DDR granted you impeccable dance moves, this machine will make you a living weapon and, you know, your fists can kill a man. Okay, let's just go ahead and stick a pin in that. Okay. As, as okay. one idea. I don't fighting... know if we want to incorporate sticking pins into it, but no, okay. no, 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 no. Just fighting, fighting dummy. Uh, we're gonna put put a put a put a pin in that idea. Let's right. let's pivot to something else. I love and pivoting. We'll, we'll come back to all of the things. Okay. We got write that up yes. on the whiteboard, the metaphorical whiteboard. Dummy. Don't fighting. put pins in your whiteboard. You want a cork board. Oh. Put pins in. Okay, so I got the cork board. Okay. And I've got my whiteboard marker. I'm gonna uh-huh. write. Don't write on the corkboard with the whiteboard marker. You put pins in the corkboard. You write on the whiteboard with the whiteboard marker, and you know, the corkboard. Okay, you, you know get what? The, the red thread, and you you right, put right, it right. to the murder victim, and okay. then down to the license that's, plate. That's the thing. Okay, okay. So, yeah. uh, you know what? Uh, I'll just use my computer to take these notes. I got okay. my my keyboard and my monitor here. I'm gonna look at the monitor. Yes. I'm gonna use my sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
It's your computer. You do what you want. All right. What's next? Okay. So what if, uh-huh. uh, actually, this is, this is another idea. Okay. So I'm in some axe throwing groups because as a former uh, axe throwing coach, I'm keeping up on what other people are doing. And there was a version of, uh-huh. uh, of axe throwing, which is completely different. Okay. Now. Uh, You're throwing swords now. Well, the, there are shovels. What? 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 Hang on. Yes, it's just like a shovel knight shovel, where it's like got a, a you know an attack point at the spade end, and people are throwing. There are throwing shovels being crafted specifically for that. Jesus as, Christ! As well as the knives and the axes and the like, you know, double sided axes and, and like whatever kunai else. Kunai and shurikens mm-hmm. and yep. chakrams and. Uh, I've seen a stop sign sticking a target. <laughs> It's a very, very memeable little gif of a stop sign just crashing right beside, like, where the camera was pointing. And it's like, oh, man, it's perfect for... Yeah. I gotta admit, if you could throw a stop sign like a chakram, I would not want to get in its way. Like, that's that's hardcore. Mm-hmm. I've seen saw blades as well that someone just took right out of the... Anyway, that's, this, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, okay. Sometimes people have different kinds of games where well, they I mean, you they, can throw anything sure yeah but the, they'll say you know here's a here's one version of the game here's another version somebody has come up with a version that is it's a grid on uh on on a wooden like it's a wooden grid up on the wall uh-huh. and then there's also a projector that projects on that same grid and then okay. i don't know how this works but it can tell what part of the grid you hit uh with the project with the projector Okay. So I guess the idea being you could have uh right now it's it's like early stages and it's just oh we don't have to spend any money on paint instead we're you have these expensive projector bulbs. I don't know. I don't know what the idea is. But potentially you could have, you know, dynamic response there where like you know, you're playing a game of battleship against someone or um you know, you hit something and it affects the other spots on the grid around it or something like that. Well, I mean, everybody's so focused on VR and trying to make it 3D by strapping like a screen to your head. But wouldn't it be easier to do VR by just projecting everything onto the environment around you? And that way everyone gets to see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying to picture what you're saying here. You're saying project... Out of your visor? No, no, no. Like, we, we still have projector bulbs. And maybe, like, not just one. Maybe we have multiple projector bulbs in each corner of the room. Like, imagine a cube room, and the top four corners each have a projector. And they're projecting down. And then okay. you've got your, your surface, which is the floor. And it's, like, to go back to a classic episode of Furniture, it's like the uh, the, the room in X-Men... Where, yeah, the, like, the, table. the stuff comes up from the floor, and it changes the elevation of stuff. Right. And then these projectors just make everything different colors so that different stuff is going on around you. Mm-hmm. And then you are running around in the center, and you are fighting ninjas mm-hmm. with a stop sign. Uh, I, I mean, what you're talking about is a hollow suite that's just not there yet. Yes. Which is cool. And, Agreed. you know... We're we're in the land of imagination. We can just like presume holodeck tech. Uh but uh but nah. I wanna I wanna make something that like 
actually pays tribute to, uh, you know, at least I, I like the innovation idea that you're saying, you know, of like trying to do something community focused and really okay, like okay. do something like that. But I feel like we have to be at least faithful to the coin op model. That... Uh, okay. Okay. So here's what we want. We want a something that when you're playing, other people can watch how good you're doing. B, we want to have that high score where when you're done and you're like, yeah, I kicked ass, then you can put like ass as your your initials. Right, right. And number C, this is very important. It's going to take your fucking money. Yes. Okay. So. So to to just use one word for each of those, it's going to be like, uh, like spectator friendly. That's not yep. one word, but anyway, spectator social. friendly. It's social. Social. But that's not the same as spectator friendly. Okay. So uh, spectator friendly, let's just say spectator friendly. It's a spectacle. Spectacle. Boom. Something that's a spectacle that it's is a leaderboard, not necessarily competitive, but you get a leaderboard. Uh, let's say skillful. Okay. Okay. Like so and it's not just like roll up and then it's going to roll a D1000 and see how high a number you get. Like, there is a skill involved. It's not impressive if you, uh, if it's luck-based. You need yeah. the spectacle part to be helped by the fact that this person is very good at this game because of the skill that they've developed playing it. Yes. And lastly, uh, it would help if this started with S. Sneaky. Sneaks your money away. Well, I mean, there's got to be a word for capitalist that begins with S. Capital. Let's just say capitalists okay. for now. Um, All right. So it costs money to play, and maybe you're good at it, maybe you're not. And maybe we can have some RNG involved. It's not necessary, but there does have to be a skill component. And then when you really kick ass, it's like, hey, wow, you kicked an ass. Mm. You want to put your initials on the leaderboard. So let's say... Those are the terms for what we actually want to make today. But let's let's double on back to like what kinds of themes of things do you want? Like this is the part where we could honestly, do you want to just do a uh, write them down or two? Fuck let's see what yes. happens. Okay, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah, hit up the uh, the random word thing. Let's see what nuggets of inspiration we can get. Uh okay. I'm going to hit generate and uh I I'm I'm don't go with the first one. I'm going to I'm going to read you actually here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to generate 10. I'm going to okay. read you all of them and then I want you to pick the one that you know is going to make the best arcade game. I can do this. Okay? Here we go. Oh jeez. Oh god. Oh, you might not want to pick one. Maybe you want to pick two or three. Here we go. Okay. I, you know what? I will pick three. Okay. Good. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> appointment. Love it. Yes, appointment. Good. C conductor. Conductor. Fuck yes. Dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, the dinosaur symphony and or train. I am the conductor. Yes. Electrocardiogram. Oh shit! Yes, yes. Hook me, hook me up to one of those. Yep. Item. Item. Kind of vague, but we kinda, will need items. Kind of just a free spot. That yeah. one. Mind. Fits in with the ECG, right? Okay. Mixture. 
Mixture. Okay, okay. Bartending. Peer. Wait, hang on. Peer as in friend or peer as in doc? Peer or peer as, as in someone who is looking around a corner or peer as in someone who pees? I, I, am, I am suspecting this peer is referring primarily to someone who is your peer. Okay. Okay. Friend of a sort. Um, and My peer I, is peering at me. Okay, we're going to go a little bit off the rails with these last two. Oh, boy. Okay. Grandfather. My grandfather is a dinosaur, so that tracks. Uh-huh. And lotion. <laughs> well, I mean, my grandfather dinosaur gets so dry and his scales, he, he has trouble. So I need to help him out as his grandson. I got to rub the lotion on my dinosaur granddad. Uh, He's got an appointment with me. Is this, are we going to make something horrible? Is this like, is this the one where we, like, the fun that you have is by finding out how uncomfortable you make your friends <laughs> playing this game? No, no. You know what? I'm I'm going to draw a couple of hard lines here. Uh, I, although I love rubbing lotion on your dinosaur grandfather, <laughs> I am not going to have us use actual goop. In this, you yeah. know, in a card game, uh, it, it's important that you come away from it with your hands clean because then you can go eat chips. I, so, uh, I, I always like to come away from it with my hands clean. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying? I. Did you mean come as in the double entendre, like with uh, with orgasming? Uh, I, I. Hang on. Do you routinely orgasm when you're playing arcade games about lotioning up your dinosaur grandfather? I have forgotten what I have meant. Let's continue. Oh, all right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> game. Game. What's our game? Okay. We're conductor. conducting. Now, here's the thing. Conductor, two meanings. Well, actually, three meanings, right? Because you're conductor, you can conduct an orchestra. You yes. can get that rhythm-based game in there, like now the strings, now the oboes, and conducting. Very good. Rhythm-based. People like rhythm-based gameplay. Okay. But number two, conductor, you need a train, and you can like manage trains on the rail yard. But also, number three, conductor, you conduct electricity. You are a wire. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a brave idea here. Okay. All three. All three. Okay, so we have trains with musical instruments and people on the on the train carriages are all playing their musical instruments so i have to cue them up for you know playing their stuff in sync but also i got to link up the train cars so they can all go to boston uh you see i'm i'm picturing a rhythm-based game love rhythm-based games that, yes. is, that has both you conducting uh conducting where the music note parts will go uh-huh uh and perhaps it is also that the music notes are train cars or you are on a train car and you're like moving notes around as well mm -hmm. as trains mm -hmm. um and also you might get electrocuted okay so do we want to literally electrocute the human beings who are playing the game <sighs> i mean i love zappy zappy we shouldn't, right? Granted, C it is bad, and it could cause heart failure. Yeah, with the electrocardiogram, if we were to feature that. 
I don't want to zap someone directly on the heart. That's bad. Okay, okay. Hang on. How bad? <laughs> uh, well, given that your your market for your arcade game is usually teenagers, they're probably good. But if, like, Granddad tags along and it's like, hey, Granddad, you can play too, like, that... That's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, if your grandfather dinosaur has has too much lotion on. He he gets all slippery, he can't play properly, and then he gets zapped. It's not his fault. He's 65 million years old. His reflexes are not that good. Yeah, and I, I'd be willing to wager some of that lotion is extra conductive as well. And the not next a, thing you know, scene. this dude is dead on the floor. And because this was a social thing, all these cheering teenagers around him, just ready for him to put in ass on the leaderboard, they're all sad because they had to watch it happen. Fucking, mm. yeah, no, I don't want that. Yeah, l- let's not make Kill Your Grandfather the game. Well, now, hang on. Let's <laughs> not be too hasty. If we're talking Wait. about a digital grandfather... And the game is, can you kill your grandfather and get away with it so you get the money in the will? Like, uh-huh. And it's like murder simulator like that. Like, uh-huh. I'm cool with that as an experience. Okay. Can, can I think we can craft some lore around okay. how all of this will work. Uh-huh. But before before we do that, I got to tell you something. What's that? I'm feeling like... I'm a little bit like it's a little dry in here. Okay. And uh I, I would really like some water. Okay. For, for, for my for my throat. Okay, so we wanna have an arcade game where you drink water. Uh this is actually me cleverly and subtly uh attempting to segue into our water cooler segment where we have ads and okay stuff. don't drive a segue into the water they don't they're not rated for that okay but let's go to the water cooler though okay water cooler yes hello dear listeners it is good to see you at this water cooler segment this is the one where i finally get to tell you it's ready i've got something for you my brand new youtube channel has launched today it's called Careful Consideration, and there will be a link in this podcast description, as well as very available on the Twitter and whatever. You'll be able to get to it. Careful Consideration. My first video essay launches today. It's on the K-pop girl group Luna. I talked a little bit about them back in the boy band episode. That was how long I've been sort of sitting on this, this video essay concept. I've been wanting to talk about this since, like, August. I'm finally happy with some of the initial branding and the first video for this new channel is up. I think you're going to like it. Please check it out. And most importantly, if you are feeling it, please share, 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 share. Now that that monkey is off my back and I can like script out the next video, I can shift to one of the other things. And in theory, I'm going to just keep churning out different kinds of content as I go. Jack of all trades, master of none, yada, yada, yada. Speaking of trades, uh, my brother does stuff that is very readily available. His webcomic, Forward, at forwardcomic.com. Sci-fi future, really cool. Also, he does the art for Roll to Save at rolltosavecomic.com. Uh, he does books and lots of other good stuff. Check out his Patreon, patreon.com slash tailstake. Do you know something that you'd like to hear us invent? We can totally take your suggestion. Hit us up on our Twitter at show or email us, show at gmail.com. Sponsorships and other ads... Can also go in this spot, but for this week, 
Uh, we are blank, so we're going to get right back into the action of arcade game invention. Here you go. Okay, so Luke, coming back from the water cooler, what do we have on the white and or cork board right now? Okay, we have martial arts dummy. Yes. Which, perhaps some kind of new interactive version of that. Beautiful. Okay, we have a uh, holodeck. Right. But worse. <laughs> holodeck, but worse. Okay, but like, good. it will be worse before it gets better. Well, I mean, it's not the 24th century. Shit's not invented yet. Yeah, that's fair. There's there's a lot, a lot on that to-do list, let's say. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, potentially like projection tech. Wait, right. no, that was kind of the same point. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And we have uh, a bunch of words. Okay, including grandfather and conductor and ECG. Correct. Okay. So, okay, you know what? In all honesty, I'm not 100% sure the ECG is what I think it is. Is the ECG just the uh, the monitor that does the beep, 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 and flat lines to beep? Is well, that, is well, that what that is? Let's deduce, okay? Electro yes. it uses electricity. Yes. Cardio, it's yes. your heart. Yes. Gram, it's a singing telegram. Oh, it's like when your heart sings when, like, pretty person... Yeah, and it delivers chocolates or something, but then gotcha. it's secretly dynamite because all of my knowledge of things from that era come from cartoons. Gotcha. Uh, another important point to that, though, is that, like, the, is it a defibrillator? That No, no, it's just a gram, dude. Gram is, like, when you convey information. It doesn't do shit. Okay, what if we had... A game out of conveying information. Okay, okay. Like, so, it can be, like, 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 we can get your heart rate involved. There have been games that try to do that in the past. Okay, so here, here's the thing. You go, like, when you go to the drugstore and they have that thing that'll take your blood yeah. pressure? Yeah. Okay, so you, you get ready for the game. You slot both arms in. It okay. pumps it up. Okay, and you've got your game controllers on your hands there, but it's got you locked in because it's pumped up around your your upper arms. And now you're playing and you're doing really well. You know, you're you're spotting bad guys, you're shooting bad guys, you're kicking ass. But if your heart rate goes over 99, game over. Hmm. So you got you got to have fast reflexes, but if you actually get too excited, you lose. So you have to be zen the whole time. I just just had a thought. Do you remember the movie Bicentennial Man? Yes, with Robin Williams. I yeah. love that movie. And you remember the part where like he was having an interaction with a, a potential romantic partner, and uh -huh. uh, she said something around uh, the line of I don't know. She was just just trying to bluff, but she was getting a little bit aroused or excited by by something that was said, uh -huh. and uh, the Bicentennial Man. Uh, calls her bluff and is like, well, then why is your heart rate rising? And it's like, and it's like, oh, like you know, this prospect of love, you know, got her a little excited, and he could tell. And she was like, that's cheating. Stop reading like that, right? Right. But you know how there's video games that can like fuck with you, and like 
they'll like play to your fears and whatever. What if it was conversational with you and it could tell like, oh, are you getting scared? You know, like if it actually toyed with the fact that it could tell. Okay, that's, so, that's a sort so of a like, separate thought. So right up at the start, it's going to say, hey, no pressure. Just look at these images for a second. And then it's going to really quickly show you in quick sequence like spider, clown, looking down from a high place, a bunch of people all laughing at you. And it shows you all these common fears and it waits to see you spike. And then it's like, oh, oh, people laughing at you. That's what you don't like. Mm. Now that's what I'm going to show you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it theoretically, it could do that. And that was actually a gameplay element in the game um, uh, Until Dawn, where there was these psychiatry segments where you're, like, flipping through and you have to pick which one scares you more, but then you could just lie about that and, like... But you can't lie if it reads your heartbeat. Yeah, that's the thing. If If they had had that tech... In that interview process, uh, I mean, you couldn't lie. Theoretically, I mean, I could see a, f- a future for horror games uh-huh. where that absolutely gets to be a better tell, okay, and also so, yeah. uh, not a conclusive tell. Some people might not read, you know, get fearful the same way. Uh, you could be nervous while performing or streaming, or uh, if a, someone cute walks in the room, or. Uh, you could have been sitting on your ass all day or you, you know, like there's a lot of factors. Maybe you just have a shitty heart and you ate a lot of pork rinds. Yep. There's that. But generally speaking, uh, if there was, if that was sort of applied to like a fitness sort of thing, Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that could work. Like in a fitness scenario, you are working with better baselines you know, like you have a better idea of like, oh, this is your max heart rate. We're, uh, and now you're keeping under that and that's good. Uh, but you, you should have at least a minimum of this heart rate or else you're dead. And how are you on this treadmill? So you get like a Fitbit kind of thing going on. Yeah. You know what? If there were if there was Fitbit data that correlated with games that could be played in sort of a future tech gym. Okay, okay, my dude, my dude. Okay, there's lots of people that will have those Fitbit type like heart sensors and motion sensors and they'll just wear them all day. And they're like, oh, I have to have so many steps per day. What if our arcade is more like a literal gym where you show up and you are already like keeping tabs tabs on your phone, right? And you Mm -hmm. you got your leaderboard with your friends on your phone. But Mm -hmm. then you show up to this gym slash arcade and your fitbit is now synchronized with all the arcade games in this arcade so they've got like uh treadmills and like various dodgy dancey games and they've got psychological horror type games where you got to react quickly and Mm -hmm. all of that but your profile is linked to all this shit and so it shows like how much of a a strong electrocardio person you are Yep, I mean that would be that would be helpful. Like I, I also mentioned this partially because I legitimately have been uh, working on my uh, running ability. I've been tracking it, and I'm I'm happy to report that my I'm not hitting the same maximum as I was before. Okay. Um, so that's like th- people's threshold will also change with their endurance and stuff like that. Like th- it's 
how long you've been doing something, how vigorously you've been doing something will sort of change how those stats work. So, I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing is you got two leaderboards. One is your leaderboard for just how much ass do you kick, period. And that's always going to be dominated by your gym rats, your real buff guys. But then you got your second leaderboard and it's like, how much have you improved over the past Mm, month? Yeah, most improved. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, if we were talking about, like, a gamer gym where, like, high scores weren't just, you know, how much you could lift, but, like, my, my, I, I perform the best on, well, I don't know, dude. Like, that's also, like, a risky game to play because if you're actually messing with somebody in a fitness environment and they want to keep pushing, they're going to push too far. That's true. You don't want to gamify it too much because people will then play the game at the expense of their own health in much the same way that if you gamify an arcade game that pumps people for quarters, you can take all their fucking money. Yeah. Or if, you know, if you somehow incentivized and gamified that like, oh, if you don't go to sleep and you just exist on a diet of energy drinks... That, like, eventually it will reach a point where, okay, this isn't funny anymore. This person is going to die. Yeah, you can gamify anything and get people addicted and make them kill themselves. Like, that's that's not hard. Like, if you had, like, some sort of leaderboard for heroin consumption, you could get people to die. Yeah. And generally speaking, I mean, that's a weird inversion of the, like, winners don't use drugs in this but, one, literally, you have to use drugs to win. Yeah. Yeah, you only win by losing your life. That's... Yeah, I, I, I love when it's like winners use don't use drugs, and then it's like Captain America, and it's like, nah, he's, he's steroids, man. Like, you know he's yeah. steroids, man, right? Yeah, there's Steve that. Steve Rogers, he, that's all chemicals. Mm. Hey, uh, what, what, can we, what can we do with our, like electro dyno uh uh, train conductor man okay so let's get him back okay so dinosaurs Mm. do we want to bring them back from the dead do we want to have a jurassic park kind of scenario i don't think it's that i think like tying it into the into the uh martial arts dummies maybe these are dinosaurs that you're beating up okay so i need to beat up dinosaurs yeah and, oh, uh, well, here's our conductor. Here's how it can tell you're doing it right, right? It's uh, it's conducting, right? That That's how they do a lot of pressure and touch sensitivity things. It's not necessarily hit a button real hard. It's skin conductivity. Okay. Okay. Although I'm that does that. mean that you can't play with your sleeves up and gloves on. But I think that's a, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. So... So it's, it's, these are sensors that you have to touch these dinosaurs. You got to touch the dinosaur. Okay. Are we talking about something where it's like, obviously touch pads like can detect your touch, but we can, in the story of this, we could have it be like, oh, you got to use your electro powers to knock out these dinosaurs. And if you manage to touch them, then they go like, oh, zap, 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 I'm, I'm dead. And then they fall, fall back down. Like, I don't want to kill a dinosaur. But I'm no. okay with stunning a dinosaur with my electrical power. It's stunning, but it's with your it's with your hands. I love to stun dinosaurs with my hands. 
Okay, so how do we make, like, I'm picturing this being more of, like, an obstacle course at this point. Okay, so here's what you're on, what you're doing. The whole game you're playing, you're on a treadmill the whole time. So you're, like, jogging, but also the treadmill is, like, a special treadmill where it will change elevations and, like, it'll it'll have obstacles coming okay. up on the treadmill. So as you're running, you also have to, like, maybe jump to the side, jump to the other side. Right. And you're, yeah, and as you're going, there's, like things that are swooping at you and you have to hit them you have to tag them and it's not necessarily physical like you just wave your hand through the space and it'll detect it's like oh yeah you put your hand in that physical space and you hit the invisible sensor yes keep going and the whole time you're going there's dinosaurs and you're stunning them with your electrical powers and it's reading your heartbeat and you win by stunning the t-rex really good okay here's here's what i'm picturing in my head too Okay. I'm picturing, like, you've basically got a massive conveyor belt that can move around in maybe at least the four cardinal directions. Okay, right? okay. So it's it's less of a conveyor belt and more of a conveyor tablecloth. Yeah. Okay. But then it's, like, say the conveyor tablecloth is the size of, like, let's say it's fucking 50 feet by 50 feet. Like, Love big. It. Yes. Big. Good. But... Where your gameplay part is, is in, like, basically a 10 by 10 uh, box Don't where people can box. people can look inside the top of the box to see you play. They can look down at you. But basically, it's, like, black bristles that, like, obscure your vision, but then, like, things can, can go through them, right? Right. So, like... You don't know what's coming. It's just going to appear, and you have a second or two to react to it by, you know, and you can't to the touch the black bristles. That the, you're out. It's like sumo. You're done. Mm -hmm. Now the question becomes, who's got the control of this conveyor belt? Is, is it, it is it the computer or is it one of your fellow gamers who's fucking with you? Yeah, like because if it was just an automatic, like okay, it's a it's a two minute run. How how well can you do? Uh, and the entire thing moves automatically to make sure that you get the entire surface area of the thing, and then people can know exactly, you know, they, they memorize it, they know exactly how to speedrun it, but you can't actually speedrun in a sense that you get faster, just you get all the things because... Because you memorize I, but, but But I mean, why wouldn't we make it modular so you can change where the obstacles are and stuff? I mean, that should be possible. Absolutely with... it should be possible. Huh. I'm just picturing, like, the really fun part of this being spectating would almost be as fun as doing it. Obviously, doing it would be fun, but spectating is, like, you get to see what's gonna come into the box. Like, if yeah. you had just, like, this upper uh, upper rafter section where you, you're, like, looking down over the railing and you can see what's coming. Well, it's sort of like Tetris, how you can sort of see what block is coming up next. But maybe, like, the spectators can see what block is coming up next, but you, the player, can't. Mm-hmm. So, do, when you get to the end, is it, like, final boss, here's a big dino, you gotta big strike dino. it a couple of ways. Yeah. Uh, are, are you getting collectibles along the way? I do love to collect. Hmm. Like, are these actual physical collectibles, or do I just have to tag a space and then it's in my inventory? You, 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 I, I mean, I don't know. We could go with... There's... A lot of potential with this it's this i have to admit this is not too uh dissimilar from our uh what was it playground yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar to what we were talking about, where it's like it's a dad running the game on the kid, but but it, it I mean, it is different because we're talking about like an isolated box with mystery objects. Like, do we want to dial you. it back and make it a little more Street Fighter ish? Like, do we want to eliminate the conveyor belt aspect and maybe just make it? Oh, you got to hit the the buttons with the reflex, and then another person is fucking with you. Or do we want to keep that physical thing? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Physical thing, jumping around, doing parkour and stuff, like kind of exclusive. There's a lot yeah. of people physically not going to be able to do that. And if there's one thing I don't want in my arcade experience, it's mm-hmm. rolling up, seeing this game, and going, "Oh, that's not for me because I'm oh, not physically fit." No, 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 no. I think that it's modular enough that it can be scaled and okay. you can do it at whatever whatever level you want so like so, so you just have like a little one you got your fingers on it standing on your two fingers and you're doing it like a tech deck <laughs> i didn't mean scaled that way i meant okay. scaled in difficulty so that yeah like at the pro level you have to like jump at like multiple levels of things and literally parkour from one thing to another you know you have to sign a waiver for god's sakes right but uh but at a much lower level, it's like, you. this could be for kids. It could just be, like, ramps. You know, it could be as intense as, like, Laser Quest. All right. Like, I could see a lot of fun happening. Oh, jeez, Laser Quest could be a part. Like, you could do literally have laser to shoot targets. At people. Yeah. I mean, why not? I do love to shoot people. In a play space like this? Why doesn't this exist? Too many moving parts. Yeah, I guess. It's a I can also issue. You know the what? more moving parts you have, the more maintenance you got to do on it. The more often it's going to go down. Yeah. The another way that I'm seeing the the concept of the uh the moving box too is it's it's literally like a, a like a 3D printer where it's like the two axes uh and there's just the one uh needle that's coming down and it's just this room-sized box that's around you. And like obviously the it's super thin and lightweight so that the motors can actually move it around. But basically that rafter segment up above is kinda like I was saying, is just like it's it's two catwalks that the are actually tracks that this giant thing can move across. Is this getting too weird? No. No, I mean it's I mean it is weird, but yeah. I've seen weirder and you know what this podcast is about? Dream big. It's true. I mean, there's plenty of things that have a similar size and take enough money to set up. Uh, But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, this could become a sort of a physical arcade game. I don't see why not. If, if you actually are hitting the buttons and, and, and killing the dinos or whatever, this could have a million coats of paint. You know, uh, you could do uh, a billion things with this. Uh, just okay, like escape okay. rooms. Okay, Luke, Luke. What, 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 sorry. What? You know what we need? What? We need a name. Uh. I mean, I keep thinking box, right? Like, you're right. in the box. You're in the dino box. Yeah, but dino box is our coat of paint, Right. Okay, I'm, you're I'm, in I'm, the the game box. You're in the fitness box. You're in the <laughs> Wait, I think I might have it. Okay. So these these two these two uh catwalk axes like a like a 3D printer are coming in on this box, kind of shaped like an X. 
Mm-hmm. We can call it Xbox. I think that might be taken. Okay, so we just flip it. Box with an extra X on the end. No. Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay. I just want to... I'm going to do this because this is good. Uh, G-A-M-E-B-O-X. Okay. Uh, so, we can get... What can I get out of this? That X is going to be my uh, my big thing. Uh, X, Xab, XO. XO... Uh, exo bag me uh exo bag me as as game uh, box so this is this is more of that uh that anagram tree providing fruit comedy fruit that that's exactly co- anagrams are very good um I, honestly i feel like boxed room box room okay hang on oh that's too many o's Hang on. Box. Room. Okay, more. I can get. Um, Mox, Oxo, Roxo. Did, did you know yeah. that sometimes in branding, uh-huh. you want some descriptors to line up so that the thing that you're making is, you know, you can figure out what it is from what it's called. Uh, if you're a coward... All right, so we haven't necessarily fully named this uh, yet, but uh, I think this is kind of where we landed because, I, I mean, I'm having fun with this concept. Okay, okay. And and I would do this in a heartbeat, and I honestly think there's a lot of potential to, like, you know, do a steampunk version or whatever. Oh, yeah, like if I was with a group of guys and they were all like, hey, let's go do this thing is five bucks per play. Hey, Mason, you want to be the first to go? I'd be like, sure, here's my five. Let's do this. Mm, yeah. I'm also picturing like, uh, you know, this is one version where it's a, a single person in this enclosed room that's moving around. Um, but that could scale up too. And you could have like a party of people and you could potentially have skill sets for those people too, right? Like, Oh, so who's going to play the wizard this time or whatever? It's this multiplayer. And you go in, not only you, you got your leaderboard for your individuals, but you got a leaderboard for your teams, and the teams have cool names. Yeah, man. There's a lot of potential here. Fuck yeah. All right. This is our kind of an arcade game. I would say it's an uh, arcade game. Okay, we'll, say our, we'll say arcade game. Yeah. Uh, For this week... But we invent something different every week. And if you want to suggest something, uh, you should shoot us an email at show at gmail.com or tweet at us at show. You should absolutely do that. Yeah, because we are getting a little low on suggestions. We could fill that bank back up, but we do have a fresh one. Oh, what? Yeah. From, uh, from Johanna. Johanna. Joanna, possibly. Uh, it is that we should invent a new sense. A sense, you say? 
Yeah, and this is in honor of uh, the bird box that's big right now, the blindfolding. Right, right. Oh, oh, Joanna, like uh, Panoply on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So next week, uh, next week we're going to do that. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, any, any other closing statements? I sense that we should be bringing this podcast to a close. Oh, that that is a good sense, but but don't 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 spoil your sense just yet. We got a full full hour of that next week. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. And until next week, we will have some more needlessly creative conversation, or as I like to say in the biz. NCC. I love when you say that. And you know what I love to say at the end of the episode? What's that? Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Okay.